You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Alright, this is starting to get to be a bit much. You're the one that did it to yourself. I know, I know I did it to myself. Like that, um, that should have been something you did to someone else, but instead you Normally this would be something I would do to somebody else But yeah, now at this point Like I'm nervous he's just going to like show up on my front door Like that's what I think is going to happen I don't think you're that special I think you are one of of millions Um, I don't know about this This is is starting to be a lot Well because if you show interest Like you you showed your hand already Because like now he knows He thinks that he has you Because if you inquired Like if you reached out Like he wasn't reaching out to you You reached out to him well, it is a private invitation. Okay, is, I'll have to explain yeah. what this is. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever now if you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. We have a lot of stuff, as usual, that we're going to get to today. Just a quick reminder to everybody of the ways that you can support Fun Employment Radio. You can subscribe for six ninety nine a month. The first week is free. You get to listen live. You get access to the archives including uh, the Fun Employment Radio Experience episode from this last weekend. We'll be going to you all who subscribe first. Um, or, uh, uh, so, well, and in addition to and. some other ways. Is and in addition. By going to funemploymentradio.com and clicking on the wonderful sponsor links we have there, such as Amazon. So oh, Amazon's such a wonderful sponsor. It absolutely is. And so, I'm wearing my shoes that I got from Amazon. What I did is I went to funemploymentradio.com and I clicked on the Amazon link. And you know what? Pew. That's what, the speeding bullet. What they, are those shoes that you're wearing? It's like high top, like not high top. They're like platform Converse or they're, something. They're platform shoes. I'm very excited about them. They're super comfortable. Um, I am now, uh, I, well, I've always been, but I'm now like also height wise, you're overlord. Oh, you are not. You are. I think I'm still taller than you. Even you with are those not. Things on. How can you possibly still be taller than me when you were never taller than me? I to begin am with? too. We have measured this out many times. You keep trying to spread this. Oh lie. my god! Wait, like an eighth of an inch? Is that what it was? Doesn't matter. I'm it was taller. like something sad. I'm taller. Like that wasn't that wasn't even proven. Like facts I just gave facts. you the eighth of the inch because it was so important to you. Are facts. Uh, so obviously you had to get those things because you felt you were the one that felt inferior. So you've got you've got lift. You've got Converse lift. No, on guys it's lifts. On girls it's platforms. Oh, platform. Oh, because it's classier. Yeah, because ladies, the platform is more conducive to uh, perhaps the the ladies' fashion. I mean, anyone can wear them. Like if you can pull platform, like anyone can pull them off if you want to pull them off. Yeah. But uh, well, you definitely couldn't. What do you mean? I mean, you just look—you'd look like you're trying too hard. Yes, yeah, well, yeah, I never could because I—I I mean, I know what my women, height is. I, like that's what sucks about being a short guy. I'm sure is because like short, like women who are shorter, like what? don't what have. What sucks about being a short guy? Well, I'm just saying, like I think it's, you know, it's more frowned upon when a are man you... is short more than a woman. What? Well, are, are you spouting some kind of tolly agenda no, right here? It's not a tolly agenda. Are you being shortest? I'm not being shortest. I'm just saying, like, uh, you know, if we're. If we're that talking, sounded like a very shortest statement. I'm just saying if we're talking, I think that, um, you know, women Are you sometimes, trying to back out of it now? No, no, no. I'm not trying to back out because of it. Because there's, there's a million of us short guys listening to what you're saying no, right now. I'm just saying that some women, which I, I don't care about height, but a lot of women are maybe particular about wanting like a big strapping man. Whereas, you know, men what? maybe like, you know, uh, any size of Yeah. Women. Keep on talking. Yeah. Keep, what are we doing? What are we doing there? Anyway. Yes, well, my platforms are Speaking amazing. of that, actually, okay, well, anyway, go to FunEmploymentRadio.com, click on the Amazon link. I do want to bring up something that I got a link to this uh, from our friend Anton of, uh, of, of PDX Asylum, Asylum on 37th and Hawthorne. He sent me a message, and uh, speaking of the, of the tall agenda, which, you know, I'm not against tall people, and I've made that proclamation many times. You don't sound times. crazy at all when you say the tall agenda. I'm not, a, I'm, I'm not afraid of tall people or anything like that. I, I have many tall friends. You know, I have many tall people. Some on my of your friends. best friends are tall. Some of my, a lot of my, probably the majority of my best friends are tall because well, I'm I mean, quite short. To you, so yeah. they're all tall. And, uh, but you know, as a short American, I did want to bring this up. And, and this is a flyer that he sent me that he's, that he must have found it online somewhere from Simi Valley, California. And it is a flyer for a barbecue happening at this person's house. And I want to explain what this flyer says. It says, Big Stevie's Barbecue of the Tall. And barbecue I think, of the Tall? And I think it's supposed to be for the tall, but Barbecue of the Tall, only six feet or larger admitted. 
It says Bratzenburgers, drinks and mingle. No offense Wait, to Bratzenburgers or Bratzenburgers. Well, Brat Bratzenburgers. Oh, okay. Sorry, yeah, Bratzenburgers. Yeah, that would make more sense. Bratzenburgers, drinks and mingle. And then it says, no offense to anyone. It's my house and my meat, so it's my rules too. And then they've got a picture of a tall businessman, and then a short businessman with an X to the short guy. <laughs> and I am quite offended by this. This is an offensive. That is not real. Uh, I don't know. It's something that was posted up by Big Stevie, and this is what uh, this is what it's saying. So I'm just even if this isn't real, if that if the people have this sentiment, you know, against short people like that, I think it's it's highly offensive. I'm highly offended right now. Okay. I'm so offended. Well, I mean, would you want to go to somebody's? I'm looking at the picture right now. Somebody's. Uh-huh. Um, you know, like flyer that they posted on a telephone pole saying uh-huh. like only if you're six feet like you wouldn't go to that anyway even if it was a short person well maybe I want to go to it maybe I'd want to go to you it you just now. want to go because you're not allowed to go yeah exactly okay. that's exactly why I want to mm-hmm. go I want to know what goes on there like what happens at tall parties what do they do just like see it's all a bunch of like guys a, like sussing out like is it, what are you like six four six five oh, is that what tall people do and a half. maybe they're all just comparing like they're fighting over like half inches and inches yeah alright do they like just set like glasses on top of the shelves and see how many glasses you can get off the top shelf probably they play like, like, the tall quickest. people games yeah what What are other tall people games like ooh how any high, game that you can't play how high can I t- I can touch the highest branch on that tree like what are, What else do they do there probably like all the things that you would dream about being able to do if you were tall those are probably the games that they mainly, play. mainly getting things off getting the top shelf getting things off the top shelf yeah, without, without having ha- to climb on the counter yeah I am very adept at jumping on the counter though I think my short person games would be way more fun um, but yeah this is uh, a t- nipple says a tolly eyes wide shut party would just drive Greg insane yeah yeah maybe maybe they do have oh those Mr. Jenkins says it's a bunch of Greg's and they're going to show up um, <laughs> to a red wedding and uh, for the tollies that show oh they're up. trying to lure in the short people uh, no they're trying to the short people are trying to lure in the tollies oh that's what it is yeah mm-hmm. and be like surprise tollies see but again I'm not against tollies I just feel like some tall people are, are against short people and that's where the issue is alright okay, well I'll get we? over it okay yeah so sorry you you triggered it Sarah I was uh, I was upset there because I know you were you implying were. by my, my shortness I'm perfectly fine with my with you my shortness you seem totally I am. at peace with it oh man flying on an airplane is a dream mm-hmm. alright Anyway, go to fundamentalradio.com, click on the Amazon link. Let's um we should we should uh, I guess address this this issue here that's that's in front of me. Do you want to go to that? I do want to go talk to that. about this. Yes, I want to see. So, that. several weeks ago on the show, I admitted that I like to watch some of the more obscure channels on my television. <laughs> I watch like the public access ones and then the religious channel because I think it's hilarious. Sometimes it's hilarious. Sometimes it's infuriating. But if you just block out and assume like, okay, they're going to say something that's going to be very infuriating, just just watch it for the fun of it. And and I apply. I, I wrote in online because there's this, this one guy, Peter Popoff, who said you could write in and get some miracle water would be sent to you if you wrote in with your name and address. Peter Popoff's miracle is it miracle spring miracle water? spring water? Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. And so I wrote in for this and. They ended up sending me the miracle water. There's an episode of Fun Employment Radio. I opened it on the air, and I actually had they sent like this little vial. And he drank it of miracle water, and I did. I ended up I drank it on air. I don't know what why I decided to do that. I don't know where this water came from. I can't trust this, but I yeah, but did. You, you did it. I did, and then and we looked up this Peter Popoff guy. He's a terrible, horrible person. You can look him up. Um, I thought, ha ha, that was a good joke. They, that's it. It'll go on. Like we'll, we won't have to talk about this anymore. Not the case. They ended up sending me a follow-up. Somebody isn't taking no for an answer. They sent me a follow-up miracle water, and this is all going to our P.O. box. And it was bigger, wasn't it? Uh, no, it was the same size, I think. No, you had said, you kept insisting yeah. that it was a was larger size. Okay. All right. Well, then, yeah, maybe it was more. Um, either way, it was another vial of the, vial of uh, of miracle water, supposedly. And then they wanted me to send in, like, a bunch of money. I think it was the episode we had Adam Posse on that we talked about all this stuff. And Oh, yeah. Did you guys do a rap or something? Yeah, Adam Posse and I did form yeah. a super group that's, mm-hmm. that we do need to do of our rap metal Christian beautiful. lyrics. Yeah. So, so they sent in the other one. And I just kind of ignored that. Didn't do too much with it. I did not drink that one. And now, we just went to our P.O. box again. And... Now it's like they're doubling down. So I have not one, but two things came in the mail for me from this. And one is a flyer with a picture of mine that just says, releasing the power for your great harvest. Releasing your power. It says, releasing the power. Oh, the power. For your great harvest. 
Ew. Yeah. Wait, harvesting what? I don't know. What's happening? My organs is what I'm assuming. So it says we have we have had 2000 years of planting. Now it is time to reap the harvest and eat the good of the land. That is one of the creepiest statements I can possibly think. Like that sounds like they're ready to start eating people. Yeah. That, I mean, oh, yeah. reap the harvest and eat the good of the land. And I mean, do you know what this really? I mean, I don't know anything. So this guy seems like Peter Popoff. Yes, Peter Popoff. He's a terrible person. Terrible okay, person. Terrible person, Peter Popoff. Yes. But I mean, do you know like what his platform is? Like, do you know what he stands for? Do you eating know what he means? Do you think he like really does want to eat people? I don't know. I'm I'm really having a hard time understanding exactly what it is that he's wanting from me. But I can tell you this because that's not the only thing that I got. I also got an envelope with uh, there's a bunch of stuff in this envelope, and it says on the front. Your free tickets to a great history-making event. That's what it says on the front Ooh, of the are you envelope. Sure it's not full of um, what was that white powder that people? Right, anthrax. Yeah, I don't know why that's would like, they go through that effort to send. I don't the anthrax? know because like maybe it's just like that's your ticket to heaven right there. Oh, what the anthrax? Like yeah. that's right. <laughs> going there quicker than you thought. <laughs> oh, uh. you're not going to give Peter Pop off his money, huh? Yep. Reap the harvest. <laughs> you either reap the harvest or you're part of the harvest. All right, so I'm opening it up now, and I wanted to oh, see what a, it is. Is there a color a picture of him? Oh, my gosh. There's... Okay. This is... Give me part of it, because you can't read all of it. Well, here, I, I, I mean, there's one there's one thing here, and then there's a, there's a couple of things in this. I feel like I... He's hoarding the things. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start from the beginning. I, I think there's... The only way this will make sense is if I do it. And... I have the letter here, and it's one of those letters, again, where it's typed out, and then they print on it to make it look like somebody circled it in pen, circled things. Oh, yeah, I love those. Like, like, like side things. Out. No, forty nine ninety five. <laughs> yeah, yeah, where somebody went through and just corrected this to make sure that it was personal, and they have, like, little stars next to things. Wait, and, turn around and show it to me. And at the top it says, don't miss don't this. Don't miss this. It looks like Peter Popoff wrote it himself, and on the bottom it says, over. Yeah. Like you should turn it over. Yeah. And uh, so here's here's... Oh, my God, this is so insane. And this is what's worrying me is because I keep getting more and more of these things. I only signed up for that thing one time. That was it. So it says, uh, after several days of fasting and seeking God's face, God has given me your answer. Yes, the anointing and power of God are upon me. Unlike anything I've ever experienced, God has established a mandate in my heart that I must fulfill. These ones are like in all caps and like bolded. Um, Bob, or Bob, yeah, just as winter turns to spring and spring to summer, new seasons of blessings are birthed in our lives. I know that this financial turmoil is heavy, heavy burden for you to carry. It, it doesn't even make sense. That's like really poorly written. It is. It's all very poorly written. Okay. A chosen few. Okay. So he, what he's doing is God is sending me to you and a select group. Not everyone I know will be at this meeting. Just a very select group. A Whoa. chosen few. Whoa. And I must position you for your harvest breakthrough. This does sound like they're trying to lure me in somewhere so they can eat me. What's your harvest breakthrough? I am the harvest. I think that's what it no, is. No, but it's, a, it's inviting you to the harvest breakthrough. Like, maybe they're inviting you. It's like um, an interview of the vampire where, you know, you get invited to go, like, to the to the main coven and yeah. to feast off the, the blood of the virgins. But um, whatever Peter Popoff's version of that is, you're getting invited to the private... Oh, so I'm, I'm going to feast... You're going to feast Ew. in whatever way Peter Popoff feasts. Ew. Don't know for sure. I don't want to know what this guy does. Well, it goes on. There's two pages to it. Um, the next thing is, my dearest chosen friend, I am to meet with you in person. Seating is very limited by God's directions. God said, this is a meeting for the chosen of God. And apparently Whoa. I am one of them. So what I have here. And it's not even your real name, is it? No, I didn't. I didn't put my real I name think on you it. Said, yeah. You said what you used. Uh, no, I did not. Oh, okay. Because um, I, I was at least smart on that part. But so it says, uh, please bring your two very important person tickets. Write your name and the name of your close friend on the name tags I've enclosed, and they've got they've got name tags here that came with it, and uh, for they're like actual sticker name tags that you're supposed to write on it. Wait, what? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What does it say? For Peter Popoff's Miracle Crusade. And then there's a name tag, two name tags. So I can bring somebody with me, and then I've he got a ticket. He doesn't want you to be lonely. Look, Peter Popoff's trying to give you, like, a love connection, too. And I've got a ticket here for the Abundant Harvest. And it's taking place... What are you harvesting? One week from today, in Seattle, 
at 7 p.m. And I've got two tickets to it. Wait, one week from today? One week from today in Seattle, Washington. There it is, sir. I've got two tickets to the Abundant Harvest. Do you know that we will actually be in Seattle? I won't be. The next day? The next day. Yeah, but not on Tuesday. Maybe he'll still be in town. Um, which we'll talk about that later yeah, on that's, the week, yeah, yeah, that's another thing. Well, there it is. This is, now I'm getting that. But this is why this thing is starting to, to worry me. With these many things that I'm getting, now I'm starting to be concerned that he's going to start showing up at my door. Like, I'm going to open the door one day, and he's just going to be there like, where were you? Why weren't you at the Great Harvest? Peter Popoff. I feel like he talks about himself in the third person. He's like, Peter Popoff was very disappointed that you didn't show up. Yeah, Ed's saying two tickets to paradise, question mark. This seems like the kind of thing where you show up and then you're halfway through dinner and they're like, by the way, the wine was enriched with our special uh, greeting for the world. We're making a statement now to all. We're ascending together. And then it's, it's, we're all going to be poisoned. Oh, God. That's what it seems like. Just don't drink anything if you go to that thing. Just don't touch anything that they give you that's, uh, that you're supposed to ingest. <laughs> Jasmine also said in the live chat, funemploymentradio.com slash live, uh, two words, roadshow. <laughs> show up. I would be terrified to show up and actually do the podcast there because once they found out it Greg, was... we have to go. No, but once they found out it was fake, I mean, or that we didn't actually believe, then, oh, no. Then they would hunt us down. But like this, this sounds like the Scientology Greg, people. But technically speaking, we are going to be in Seattle the next day. So I mean, if you can get all of your stuff done by Wednesday, wouldn't we be able to go Tuesday? I don't want to. No, no. I mean, uh, he's going to be so disappointed when you don't show up. He is going to be disappointed. Yeah, I mean, I can give you the, I can give you tickets. You can reap the harvest and eat the good of the land, according to this. <laughs> Eat the good of the land. Like, that is, that statement alone. It sounds like something out of a, like a post-apocalyptic movie. Like, it'd be like in The Postman or something like that, or Waterworld. Like, and now we reap the harvest and eat the good of the land. And then they have, like, a bunch of people in cages. Wait, but why would the people be the good of the land? Wouldn't the good of the land just be, like, fruits and vegetables? Uh, that sounds to me like they're going to eat people. Wow, you just really take it That's to a what dark I'm going place. To. Why can't Peter Popoff, you know, completely not trying to rip you off Ministry of Truth, like... Totally, just be legit. He just wants to give you fresh vegetables. I don't think and that's tell you what how much he loves me. you. I don't think that's what Peter Popoff. Peter wants Popoff me. seems like a stand-up gentleman. I don't. I don't believe that at all. So that's that's where we're at right now. This is what's happened. I am afraid that they're going to show up, and if I don't, oh my gosh, move into your divine position to receive victory and increase. I think you should be more worried about like your Russian neighbors showing up at your house more so than Peter Popoff being like, why didn't you come to my conference, Greg? I don't know, man. With the number of things that they're sending in here. I think the only reason that he wouldn't show up is because uh you haven't given him anything. If you had given him a little taste of money, then he would probably be absolutely relentless. But since you haven't, I'm thinking you're probably... Courtney's got a point. If he eats his followers, how will he scam money from them? That's, that is a good that is a good point that you're bringing up. I mean, I have... I think the reason I'm nervous about this now, because I thought it was a joke at first, is I still remember when I I went to the uh, Scientology church in in L.A., in Hollywood. Oh, the One up at Sunset yeah. Boulevard. They've got a giant one. If you've ever been down there, they've got a giant Scientology sign and like a huge complex there. But it's there's public streets in between them all. And I had rented a car, and I thought it was funny. And so I was driving around their compound on the public streets, and I snapped a couple pictures, and then I, they had the giant Scientology sign. And I thought it was funny, so I stood on the sidewalk and got a picture with that in the background of me, like, thumbs up. I don't know. I just I thought it was funny at the time. This was mm-hmm. years ago. And then got back into my car, getting ready to leave, and this dude on a bicycle came right up to the car and blocked the front of the car. And that's so creepy. Oh, it's so creepy. Like I couldn't get out without running this guy over. So I'm stopped there and he's like motioning to roll down the window. And we actually did. And he's like, Hey, how's it going? What are you doing? Like, Oh, nothing. We're just, we're leaving. What were you taking a picture of? And I was like, uh, took a picture of the sign. What's your name? I'm like, I'm not going to tell you, tell you my name. It's like, where are you from? And he brought out this notepad and, like, started writing things down, Uh -uh. looking at me. And I'm like, dude, you need to get away from my car. Like, I need to go. Well, yeah, but so so what are you doing here? 
and just kept Mm-mm. asking like all these pointed questions. It was this creepy older guy on a bike until finally I just like started inching the car forward to where he moved out of the way. And then he just stood there and stared at me, writing things down as, as I drove That's off. That's so unnerving. So unnerving. I mean, I didn't do, I was on public property the entire time. I didn't like go onto somebody's private property. This was on a public street. He was blocking my car. So that's why now I'm getting a little bit nervous about these people. They're, these people are nuts. Yeah, I think Scientology has more money and crazy and power behind it. Like, I would be more yeah. afraid of Scientology than I would about Peter Popoff and his dwindling ministry. I don't know, man. He's got a lot of money for like, uh, mass marketing. These poor little old ladies who are just, like, licking the envelopes every day, you know, like, bottling the Peter Popoff's miracle water. Yeah. Sending it out to people. Yeah. I'm very curious to see what one of those things is like. I bet it's just sad. Yeah, I bet it is sad. You're right. I mean, really, when it comes at it down from to like it, a, like an eccentric point of view. But really, I don't want to see a bunch of people getting taken advantage of. I mean, that's all it is. I know. Yeah, they're gonna show up and then they're gonna take money from them so they can reap the harvest and eat the good of the land. Ew, okay. Eat the good of the land. Eat the good of the land, and they're all going to start chanting. Yeah. Are you picturing this is like uh, in Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom? She's in like (laughs) Kalima, suck the day. Yeah, she's in the cage. Kalima. Yeah. And then you all get to. Yeah, that's probably what. Have a chunk. It's probably something along those lines. That's where it's going in my mind. Uh, And either way, I'll let you know if I get some more in the mail. Okay. But I do have two VIP tickets. We're giving away today on the show two VIP tickets too. Wow. So Greg was hand-selected, everyone. Hand-selected. And now you have the chance. Yep. Well, if you don't have to find anybody to take them, I'm, I can mail them to my sister in Seattle. Okay. And see if like her and Michael want to go. Okay. There we go. Michael might actually go. Uh, I can see him going. Yeah. 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 Well, there it is. We could have him be our correspondent from the inside. That would be great. I would That'd be actually totally would down be, for that. Because he's totally fearless. He yeah. wouldn't care. Yeah. That's true. Well, let's think about it. Okay. All okay. right. We'll, we'll consider that. Well, anyway, there we go. Awesome. All right. Well, I don't know how to segue because I have uh, I have had this thing that I found that I thought was funny, but um, I wanted to see what you thought about. So there's this this website that came out that a couple of my friends uh, shared today uh, about talking about the top 10 points of ladylike behavior and how you can tell if you're actually being a true, if you're being truly ladylike. Being truly ladylike. Is, being- this, a, is this a concern because of... Uh, because of what's happening this weekend, or no? I mean, I do want to. I, I do want to learn to be more of a lady. I, it's a concern because, like, as I'm getting older, I feel like I'm getting less lady. Like, I'm more like clumsy and just like running into things all the time. Okay, just getting a little klutzy. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, let's be honest. Neither of us are very much. Um, are not really the most. Yeah, the most coordinated people. <laughs> yeah, I have already cut myself today, uh-huh. like twice. Yesterday, when I was in my apartment. In my apartment, by the way, stone cold sober, just cleaning my apartment, listening to music, just cleaning up. I sliced my leg open. I stubbed my toe, and I think I might have broken like one of my toes. And I just like you whacked. broke a toe. I don't think I broke a toe, but I think I sprained it because I hit it really hard to the point where it's like the stars, the blinding. Ooh. Yeah, so I had sliced open my my leg, and that was weird. It was like totally. It was like a straight across thing, and it's one of those things where you cut yourself, and you're like, oh. That didn't feel good. And then it's like one, one thousand, two, one thousand, blood. <laughs> so it oh, started man. Yeah. Which, of course, is super awesome because it's right on the front of my shin and I'm wearing a short dress for my friend's wedding on Friday. So um, you're going to look classy. I'm going to be like the scabby girl. Yeah, you will be scabby Like I was girl. already That's like, true. it's just like, you know what? You weren't feeling like like as un- unattractive enough. Mm-hmm. Why don't we put some cuts on you too? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I was, and then I cut my hand today, bruised my elbow, uh, whacking Boy, it into a drawer. You're just having quite the quite the day. I sure. I am. mean, don't get me wrong. I I hurt myself all the time. Yeah. Like I am very clumsy. I've always said this. Like when we go camping, I'm almost always the first blood because I will cut myself somehow. Oh yeah. It'll just happen. So yeah, I'm I I understand that 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 is one thing. We've we're a lot of things. Uh, Sarah and I on this podcast, um, clumsy or graceful is not one of them. No, and I also pinched, grace is graceful. Uh, yeah, I also pinched my finger on my bike lock and uh, like have a blood blister on my finger. Wow, which you're is awesome because I was going to get my nails. Yeah, this could be a good uh, topic breaker though when you're at the wedding because it's point out a bunch of Irish scrapes. people like, hey, how's it going? I scraped my leg. Look at this one. 
Yeah, and also I pinched my finger. Look at that one. You know, I'm pointing them all out to people. Mm. I mean, you got to embrace it at this point because right. you're the clumsy person. Well, you have to just embrace being the clumsy person. Oh, right, well, I do want to be a little more ladylike this weekend because, like, and ladylike for me because this is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, I want to be like a little more demure, a little more gentle. So I was, I was thinking about, <laughs> so I was looking this up. You want to be g- gentle? <laughs> it's not gentle. Is, I don't that know. That is, again, something I've just, you're a, you're a lot of things. Gentle is not. I'm gentle? I don't. Know if that's how I would describe you. What do you mean? Demure and gentle. Those are. I don't think you're. And I'm not meaning this to be offensive. (laughs) This is not an offensive thing. I'm just saying that's just not you. Just like you're not the quiet one. Tiptoe through the tulips. You you are very. You are not the quiet one. Like every th- every time everyone looks at me, it's like I have a layer like, oh, of Oh, does she ever even talk? She just sits back there and never She's says, so you never quiet. hear what's, a peep out of her. What's she thinking about? <laughs> She's just quiet there, sitting ladylike. Well, I did find these top ten. Okay, so the top ten points of ladylike behavior. <laughs> it's being asked if you become Hodor now. <laughs> <laughs> I am. All right, so let's see. I scraped my leg. Want to see? I'm just going to blurt things. I know, because that's what I do. I get nervous. <laughs> I blurt. Yeah, you do. Like, I have a blood blister. It really hurts. It does really hurt. Oh, my leg scrapes. All right, so let's see. The first one. So let's see how many. So a lady does not gossip about others. She has a huge heart and responds to her friends, family, and community dearly. I am totally a lady <laughs> in that aspect. Sure. I'm good at that. All right, so psh, knocking it out of the park. One for one. All right, number two. A lady takes a few moments in the morning. Oh. To make herself bright, clean, and fresh. She does not shuffle about the house in raggedy clothes, <laughs> nor does she neglect her appearance. A lady showers in the morning. Okay, I'm out. Uh, Combs yeah, her hair. You take yourself a hair shower. What do you call them? Body shower. Body shower. No, I haven't, I haven't showered at all today. Yeah. And wears soft, feminine clothing, such as blouses. <laughs> I don't even know. What is this from? Uh, it's from a, I don't know a website. This a compilation website that put together lists of ladylike list of qualities. The top ten ladylike characteristics. Okay. All right. Number three is this. a lady does not stomp or lumber around the house. I'm uh-huh. sorry. Yeah, they're, they're, you're out on that she one. She steps lightly and gracefully when she walks. She is graceful and confident. <laughs> Again, not saying anything mean. Graceful is not something it's either not, of us can claim. It's not. We are not graceful people. I mean, I, w- I would like to be graceful. Oh, I'd like to pretend to be. When I try to be. to be graceful, that's when I'm the least graceful. Mm-hmm. So, like, I just don't even try anymore. Yeah. Like, I just try to just kind of plod through life and try not to trip on my own feet. Yeah, that's a main goal of me, too. I do try not to trip. All right. Uh, number four, a lady remembers to smile often, especially when she's doing dishes or driving <laughs> her car or at home. Or on the job, I don't smile and smile often. I can. I'm gonna. Guess I smile, you smile a lot. When I don't do smile when I'm doing my dishes. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't remember it so infrequently. <laughs> when was when's the last time you would say you did your dishes? I did. No, I just did them recently. My sink's clean because my sister. Is recently, had, like yesterday. Okay. No, because my sister and uh, and her husband and Eloise might actually be staying at my apartment this weekend. Oh, for okay. One night. Because okay. they're going to get an Airbnb. I'm like, I'll just do it. So I, I, that's how I was like, I was spastically cleaning last night. Because I'm like, she can't see the way I live. She was like. Hide your shame. Uh, I know. She has a perfectly like designed house. Like all these like really funky like band posters and like fun furniture. And I like my apartment. My apartment's very awesome. And I like the things that I have. But it's cluttered. So I just wanted to make sure to get it a little. Scrubbed up. It is being asked here. So your niece, Eloise, how old is she? One and a half. And you're going to have a one and a half year old crawling around your apartment? No, she's walking now. Walking. Is your apartment anywhere near being safe for a child? I mean, they're just sleeping there. I'm buying new sheets. I've had my sheets for a while. I'm not even going to ask any questions about that. Don't. Um... Okay. Okay. Uh, right. Next up, number I'm five. I'm just going to leave that one. A lady does not curse or use vulgar-sounding language ever. She speaks, speaks properly and is able uh, as she is able, and does not resort to slang or urban accents. What? She does not. What is shout. this site? Is this like some racist site that you found, or is it from like 1932? No, it's or? called sexism. It's a little racism and sexism. Okay. But this is the top ten points of ladylike behavior. 
Yeah, the urban accents part is where. Mm-hmm. Wow. No slang or urban accents. Okay. All right, a lady number six does not proclaim herself to be a bitch. <laughs> in a mistaken attempt to gain empowerment by trying to take a negative word and use it for good. So don't call yourself a bitch. I mean, I guess I've called myself like, yeah, mama likes. So I've called no, that's just ma- creepy, though. So that's, that's like two. So I have two out of six. That one's just creepy when you call yourself mama. Oh, God, All right, that's, so that's weird. All right, so I am. It's being asked when this was written. Um, Oh, this is a recently updated list. I think so. What it is? It's a list. It's it's a listicle compiled of the top ten like most overlapping lady-like characteristics. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, number seven: A lady does not argue or force, <laughs> forcefully assert her opinions in an uncomfortable way with her friends or families. Opinions may be shared, of course, as a matter of polite conversation, but always with a smile. Oh my God! What is this thing? Number eight. Sounds boring. A lady eats. I know, right? Why do you think I act the way that I do? Being a lady, being lady like. Oh, it doesn't mean I'm going to agree with what you say, but be boring if you didn't say something. All right. uh, uh, Number eight. A lady eats slowly. That's not me. Chews her food completely and does not ever speak with her mouthful. Keelan says this was written by a gamer, wasn't it? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Right. (laughs) Oh my god. Number nine. A lady. Educates herself. All right, that's that's something. Oh, wait. I would. I'm surprised. I would imagine it would say like ladies don't read books or something like that. In all womanly arts, <laughs> including healthy living. What are womanly arts? Oh, let me tell you, Greg. Healthy living, conception, childbearing, <laughs> nutritious food, sewing and mending, thrifty, uh, thrifty spending. Gentle parenting, etc. Wow! Many of these things can be re- researched online if your husband lets you. Or no, does it library. say that? No, no, no. It doesn't say that if your husband lets you. Can be researched on the internet or at your local library. Good lord! All right, finally, number ten, a lady. These are again the top ten points of being a lady, aka being. You lady-like. found this online from a listicle site that this. Yes. Okay. All right, number 10 is a lady needs to dress as beautifully as she can, yet modestly. She knows her attractive qualities are in her grace, not her bare skin. <laughs> this does not mean... Is this written by Peter Popoff? This is this a Peter Popoff like, list? This is a list by Peter Popoff. This does not mean expensive clothes. You can buy nice, beautiful things at the thrift shop. <laughs> mostly, mostly, you know, with high collars and long sleeves. I gave you $10. That's good <laughs> enough for the month. She can regard fashion, but not overdo it. A good tip on beauty, in fact. Ooh, there's a beauty tip in here. All right, a good tip on beauty is to find a respect, a respectable public figure whose facial features resemble yours and one whose body type is similar to yours, and then dress and look like them. Oh, my God. What the fuck? This is serious? They have experts telling them how to dress and wear their makeup, so take cues from them. Wow. So... Out of uh, ten points possible, I believe I have one point. I with the, a lady doesn't not gossip I about others. She has a huge heart and response. I, th- I, feel I like think I you have should a heart. take this. Uh, yeah, but I, I feel like you should take it as a sign of pride that you didn't get the other okay. ones. Yeah, that's probably true. Oh, wow. So I just wanted to just clue you in on that. So maybe okay. it is okay to be yeah. a little klutzy. I think you're all right. Just stick to pointing out your blood blisters. And <laughs> <I'm not gonna laughs> I have a blood blister. I didn't shower today. I'm sure Kelsey will just love that when I'm like trying to make conversation with the Irish folks. Hey, I think the more, the more of the issue is you're going to be nervous. I, I mean, you're already nervous and it's like four days away and I know you and I know you're nervous and what's going to happen is... Well, because I know Kelsey, you know, she's really overwhelmed because she likes to do... She takes on so much because she's like kind of running this whole thing by herself and mm. I want to help but they have like all the Irish people in town so she's doing a jillion things. Yeah. So I know she's stressed. I just want to help but I'm, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing so I'm just going to try and be as a, a likable... Mm-hmm. You're going to blurt. I'm going to blurt. You're going to blurt a lot. I'm going to say, like, weird things. You're going to blurt a lot, and then you're going to try to get everybody to do shots way too early. That is not... That is true. That is 100% accurate. I mean, it is. You know I'm, you know I'm okay, right. You with got our no group dispute. of friends and with, and with everybody that's going to be... I highly <laughs> doubt I'm going to have to get anybody to do anything. It's going to be you. You make me sound like the me? crazy party girl. No, but sometimes, as soon as someone, like, pulls out, I bet you're... 
I bet dollars to donuts that you're going to bring beer darts with you and be half in the bag by the time she gets hit. I am bringing beer darts with me. I know. <laughs> yeah, ever since beer darts have been introduced God, I into love beer life, darts. you are the one that is like pounding beers. And I'm like, no. Yes. I make other people. No, you're not very... No, because what you do is you team up with a better player than you. Damn right. Yeah, so exactly. you're not good. I am smart. No, that's going to be you on Friday. Who wants to play beard arts? Yeah, I got my teammate. He's my teammate for life. Yeah, I don't think that's how that works. Yes. Brian will always be my teammate because he's okay. so damn good. I'm, I'm just saying... If anyone's going to be requesting shots of whiskey, I'm going to be stressed out and trying to help out with the bride. You you get to be just on the sidelines. It's going to be you. I don't have any responsibility. Mm-hmm. All right. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah Dylan. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. First up, a Florida man. I have two Florida. I have a twofer. Okay. For Florida men. Starting All right. off. All right. First up, a Florida man has been arrested after he drove what? his vehicle. If you can believe it, it's. A shocking turn of events. No. Somebody in Florida was arrested for something. Well, a Florida man has been arrested after he drove his vehicle through the back of a Lowe's home improvement store, driving onto the loading dock, parking inside, and began sawing lumber <laughs> and throwing it into his car. Well. Just, uh, just because. Just a typical morning in Gainesville, Florida. Typical Thursday He started morning. using the saw and like... Mm-hmm. So I can use some lumber. He drove his car lumber. through a set of hanging plastic strips at a loading dock in the back. You know those like clear plastic ones? Uh-huh. Drove through there, according to the Gainesville Sun. The man then parked his car inside, took out a circular saw. He brought his own saw. No, I think it was plugged in out oh, there. okay. And began to cut the lumber. Now, uh, employees tried to stop him, but he allegedly threatened them with a the circular saw when they attempted to intervene. I'm not stopping anybody over lumber. With a circular saw. Yeah. I'm not stopping anybody with a motherfucking no. circular saw. Take the lumber. Yeah, so... um. So uh, Gainesville police arrived. Uh, they attempted to stun the man with a taser during a struggle when he was still hanging on to the saw. Damn. Uh, the police said that he was very combative, but they don't think he realized what was going on. Again, this is a Thursday morning. Just last Thursday morning. Just drove in, started sawing. Well, he couldn't comprehend the orders that were given to him. Now, he was uh, hospitalized for involuntary mental health check, according to the Gainesville son. But they don't know if he was under the influence if, or if he was just uh, a, a little nutty. Wow. Yeah. All right. Maybe don't leave your circular saws plugged in and laying out. Well, I mean, at Lowe's, that's what they're doing, though, because they cut the lumber for you. Like, it's the same yeah. thing with, like, Home Depot. So their saws are there. Do they just like leave them you, plugged in and laying out all the time? I mean, it's a workshop, basically. Like, when you order some lumber, if you want it cut to a certain size, they'll cut it up for you. So they have the saw. Usually it's, like, table saws, but I'm sure they have circular saws, too. That are, uh, I don't know. I've never gone to Lowe's to cut wood. I need some lumber. That's exciting. I'm doing some projects at home, That's cutting some things. Exciting story to pepper into that. From Florida man to Florida man, uh, a Florida man was subsequently arrested. Again, shocker! This past Sunday morning, after he called police. Again, this guy called the police to report that somebody had broken into his car to steal his baggie of cocaine. <laughs> called the police. This guy's name is David Blackman. 32 years old. He identified himself when he called the police as a drug dealer. And he told the responding deputy... Not a very good one, I would imagine. That that doesn't seem very great. Uh, He said that someone entered his car while it was parked and stole $50 and about a quarter ounce of uh, cocaine off of the center console. I don't know how much that is. Uh, I'll look it up. Yeah, uh, about a quarter ounce of cocaine off of the center console. Uh, However... So he had called to specifically say where the cocaine was stolen from. When deputies showed up to where this guy's car was parked, they spotted the cocaine exactly in the spot to which he said it was stolen from. So it wasn't even stolen. It wasn't even stolen. He just called the cops on himself, told him it was a drug dealer. This is a true story. And had the actual cocaine still in his car. Uh, They also found, oh, uh, surprise, surprise, they also found a crack pipe on the floor by the driver's door and a crack rock on the center console by the cocaine that, again, was not stolen. Uh, According to an arrest report, Blackman asked deputies why uh, they let him keep talking (coughs) if they saw the cocaine in the car. Because they want him to incriminate himself, duh. I mean, why would they not have him talk? Yeah, I mean, if you're going to tell everybody, I mean, if you're blurting, if you're in a blurting stage. I mean, if you've already called the cops, you said you're a drug dealer. You said your cocaine was stolen. Then it's not, and it's still sitting there. They find a crack pipe. They find a cra- find a crack rock. Then he refused to follow commands as deputies tried to restrain him. Like you're already screwed. Mm-hmm. Don't like, just take 
Take your reward. You you did it. You drew attention to yourself. Yeah. Well, uh, deputies had to physically turn him around and place his hands behind his ba- behind his back. Uh, so now he is charged with possession of cocaine, resisting arrest without violence, and possession of drug paraphernalia. Boy, all of which could have been avoided if he had not called the cops on himself. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize I thought, so. I have one more Florida story, and then one more to close it out. Okay. A South Florida family is perplexed after recently waking up to loud thuds on the roofs of their house, or the roof of their house. That's never good. Yeah, only to find out that the mysterious sound were several packages of frozen Italian sausage that seemed to have come out of nowhere. What? 15, uh, 15 pounds of Italian sausage, to I be mean, precise. I mean, that sounds like a delicious surprise to me. All right, well, uh, the homeowner, Travis Adair, said it sounded like thunder. It woke me up in my sleep. Uh, Adair said he and his family were awakened Saturday by a loud thud on the roof of their Deer Beach, Florida home. Uh, we got up, found two packages of sausage in our side yard. And we're like, okay, well, we have to go on the roof and check to see what that noise was. Where'd all this sausage come from? Sure enough, there were three more packages of Italian pork sausage. A total of 15 pounds of Italian sausage were found in bags. Um, marked William Land Service, which is a land clearing company in Alabama, so not in Florida. What? The homeowners have no idea how the sausage got onto the roof of their house. That's really weird. Yeah. So uh, they ended up calling the company of the, that was on the meat labels to check it out. Uh, so the homeowner called the. Was called this them. hot meat? No, it's frozen. I mean, was it hot? Oh, like stolen? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Black market meat, but it could be black market meat. Uh, so yeah, so they called. Uh, so they called the company, the William Land Service, uh, to ask about the meat. Uh, the guy said that they had no idea what they were talking about. They even sent pictures of the sausages, but have yet to hear back. Uh, the family, in the meantime, has come up uh, with their own theories. Uh, see, so the Miss, let's see, Jenny Adair, who's the the matriarch of the family, says, "I thought possibly it had fallen from a plane, or maybe it had something to do with a drug deal." Oh, I Jenny Adair. What does it have to do with a drug deal? I don't know. And who throws sausages on it on the top of a house? Okay, there are some questions here. I'm going to let you finish up, but we have a yes, question. Okay, so there's we have a couple questions couple, about this. Whatever the reason, the family said they'd really like to know. Uh, they said, we'd love to know what really happened because it's just so odd. So if you know where the sausage might have come from that landed on their house. Sausage <laughs> mystery. I feel like I should be playing the Unsolved Mysteries. If you have any tips, um, where where the sausages might have come from or had a similar... I want to investigate this. If somebody will fly me down, I will get to the bottom of it. Or if you had a similar sausage experience, uh, please email share at local10.com. Questions. Okay. Question. Uh, two people already asking this question in the live chat, funemploymentradio.com slash live. Uh, would you eat it or would you eat sky meat? If no. it fell onto your roof, would no. you eat it? No. Even if it was sealed. I wouldn't mean anything. It's perfectly frozen. From it the was sky. sealed. No. 15 pounds of delicious Italian sausage. No. I'm not even that big of a fan of Italian sausage. <sighs> would you? Boy, if it was sealed. You would. You would. And I cooked it, like, for a long time. Possibly. Although not know it, not having any idea where it came from. I think you would. I've seen you eat some weird stuff. You'd just eat it really fast, so then you'd pretend like you didn't eat it, but really you did. You'd just trick yourself into thinking. Mainly I would just think, okay, well, that's money. That means I don't have to go to the grocery store. Uh, yeah, I might. Yeah. I might. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, I would just cook the hell okay, out of it. But so you would Greg, not eat sky meat. I, I would not eat sky meat. I don't know if I believe that. You'd eat it if I cooked it. You wouldn't cook sky meat, but you would eat it. I mean, if other if I had sky meat, if I said, "Hey, come on over, I've got a bunch of Italian sausage that I, I threw it in pasta or something," and uh, but I do I know it's sky meat. Yeah, I'll be like, "Yeah, it's the meat I found on my I roof." I would not eat your sky meat. It's been cooking for you know. I let it simmer for like hours to cook off all the bacteria. I would not eat your sky meat. You'd eat it. I don't think so. You'd shame eat it at some point. You wouldn't tell anybody, but you would eat it. Mm, I don't You'd know. eat my sky meat. That's the worst thing you've ever said to me. Sky meat? What? Don't ever say you'd eat my sky meat. What, if I cooked it up? Okay, that's enough. That's enough of that. All right. And finally, I have this story. Isn't the big fear about, uh, you know, robots and, you know, technology is the fact that when something becomes self-aware, that's when mm-hmm. like, shit hits the fan? Singularity. 
Singularity. That's what it mm-hmm. is. Thank you. I always forget what that's called. Yeah, that's when a when artificial intelligence reaches the same level as humans. Mm. When they have like an emotional okay. level. And Basically, they become conscious. Yeah, they become conscious. Well, uh, we might have hit that point because there's now a report out of Washington D.C. that this, uh, that there was a security robot that was doing a patrol um, drowned itself at the Washington office that it was supposed to be guarding. Washington, D.C.? In Washington, D.C. Officials in Washington, D.C. in an office building patrolled by a security robot say they are investigating after workers reported that the suicidal robot drowned itself. How do they know it drowned itself? Suicidal robot. How do they know it was suicidal? All right, let me tell you. There were some witnesses. So, So this is MRP Realty. I've talked about I've talked about their robots before. I think this is the robot security guard company. Yeah, that we talked um, about a while back. I know their name. Nightscope. Too. Yes, thank you. Mm-hmm. They have them in Stanford too, in different parts in uh, Silicon Valley. All right, so uh, let's see. One says, ran over a kid, I believe. Oh, these are not ran going over well. like a six-year-old. One ran over a kid. Another one killed itself. Like, see how did it kill itself? What do you What do you mean it killed itself? Let me tell you. Uh, okay. Um, all right, so it says MRP Realty announced last week that there's a, quote, new sheriff in town, uh, namely the robot that they got, uh, which is a K5 security robot uh, robot developed by a Silicon Valley startup, Nightscope. But a worker at the office complex tweeted a photo out this past Monday, uh, yesterday, showing the mechanical robot guard had met a watery end. Uh, so this guy's name is Faruqi. This is his last name. He said, our D.C. office building got a security robot. I just watched it drown itself. We were promised flying cars. Instead, we got suicidal robots. <laughs> uh, so MRP Realty, uh, that represents Nightscope, says the security <laughs> oh, robot is part of a pilot program, and it's still being fine-tuned. Chris in the live chat just said the picture is fantastic. It's just and sad. It, it is. It is. Just a robot. Like, it like, is fantastic. It just walked up to the thing and just, like, plopped mm. itself in. No, I can't take it. <laughs> what have I done with my life? <laughs> there is no point. <laughs> the little spokesperson uh, for the robot company says, uh, these incidents show us where improvements are needed, which may <laughs> then be deployed to contribute to the ongoing security of tenants and residents. I wouldn't really feel secure... You know, if, if the robot that's supposed to be protecting you just kind of decides to just mm. off itself. Uh, spokes- Goodbye, sweet world. <laughs> uh, spokespeople said officials are digging in to find out what happened to the robot. Uh, the vice president of marketing at Nightscope said the robot's demise was an isolated incident. It, it won't occur again. And that it's under investigation, of course, stressing that no people were harmed or involved in any way. Uh, so the company said a new K5, hopefully non-suicidal robot, is being sent over to replace its drowned cohort. How am I supposed to trust a security robot that can't tell where water is and just runs itself into a pool? Or maybe, or, there's both sides. It can't tell or it can. Which one's more terrifying? I don't know. They're both scary. Yeah, they're both scary. Yeah. Ugh. This there is why go. we got to stand up against the robots now. We have to make our stand now. You let them know who's boss. I'm all for artificial intelligence if it helps out, but man, you got to keep that stuff under control. You got to keep it down. Yeah, because that's how gross Suppress works. it. That's how gross Suppress works. it. Yeah, that's really going to happen. All right, there you have it. Lots of Florida men and uh, suicidal robots. Your world of crazy. Conspiracy theory. Keelan in the live chat thinks what? maybe it was pushed. <gasps> maybe Faruqi was the one that pushed it. I don't know. He was the one who's like, he's jabbing, jabbing, jabbing about it. He's like, oh, suicidal robots. Am I right? What if it wasn't? Oh, my God. What if he framed it? What if he framed it? Yeah. We'll have to find out if more robots go missing around him. Mm-hmm. Have unfortunate accidents. All right. We'll get to the bottom of it. Um, let's do ball talk. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. All right, Eddie is asking really quick about the mm-hmm. robot. Yes. Didn't someone witness it, though? Faruqi, the employee, was the one that said he witnessed it. Yeah. But, I mean, if there's Faruqi. only one if there's only one witness, I don't know. It's just man know, versus man. machine, and there's only one left standing to tell the tale. Yikes. Yowzers. 
All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. Oops, sorry about that. I stepped on my cord. Cord shouldn't have been there. It's supposed to be wrapped around behind, but I, I messed up. Mm-hmm. I made a mistake. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. balls. Uh, so, first up in ball talk, we have... Uh, this. Olympic gold medalist Gil Roberts has been cleared regarding the ingestion of a banned substance. Uh Uh-oh. So he was a 4x400-meter relay gold medalist at the Rio Olympics, and he was suspended by the U.S. Anti-Doping Agency in May after his A and B samples tested positive for a drug test in March. So they confirmed a masking agent called Frobenicid was in his system. Now, he disputed this and went to an independent arbitrator saying that he did not do anything wrong and that the reason he had tested positive for it was because before the test, he had been frequently and passionately kissing his girlfriend. <laughs> so, Both frequently and passionately. And passionately kissing my girlfriend. I could not stop the passion. So, so he said that uh, his girlfriend had received a sinus infection medication called Moxilong, from a chemist during a trip to India with her family. She was in India with her family, got a sinus infection, and got some some medication from some local chemist. And she was taking the medication when she came to the U.S. So he decided to frequently and passionately kiss his girlfriend okay, upon I really her return. I don't like the way that he's... That's, like, too much description. That's specifically his description is, quote, frequently and it's passionately. Like he's bragging. Like, you know he totally doesn't have a girlfriend. He's like, oh, but, you know, but then she had to leave for summer camp in Canada again. I was and... frequently and passionately kissing my girlfriend. She was in India with her family, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can we meet this girlfriend? No, she's real busy. Uh, he said he had no idea that kissing his girlfriend could lead to his ingesting a prohibited substance. And that when he kissed her, he did not remember the taste of medicine in her mouth. <laughs> Ew. Oh. However, he has been proven innocent. They've cleared him. They cleared him of the charges. Wow, okay. So there it is. I guess that's a new excuse. What drugs know, I was passionately and frequently kissing frequently my girlfriend. Frequently and passionately. Frequently and passionately. It worked. All right, moving on to ball talk. A couple other tales here, a couple other sagas. The New York Mets have proclaimed that the most famous person in their farm league system for baseball. Do you know who it is, sir? Who the most famous person playing for the AAA New York Mets affiliate is? So, uh, uh, what's his name? The guy who hit all the home runs? I want to know who you think it is. No, I'm really curious. I have no idea where you're going. I don't. With it. I don't know. I don't know. The most famous person that plays for the New York Mets, like their minor league team. I have. Why would I know that? I don't know. I think you do. Oh, uh, he used to be a football player. Uh, Tim Tebow. You, Tim Tebow. Oh. Tim Tebow. He keeps on getting promoted through the uh, minor league system. Not because he's necessarily very good. But because he sells a lot of jerseys and gets a lot of people into the door. So there was speculation because the New York Mets are so bad that they may call him up towards the end of the year just as, I mean, really be a publicity stunt. That they may call him up and have him play for the actual New York Mets in the major leagues. They have said they are not going to do that. Right now. But I mean, I'm saying once it gets to be September, I wouldn't be surprised. I would not be surprised if they're all of a sudden like, if they had an injury, like, uh, look at this, Tim Tebow's coming. And then they'll sell out their stadium because of Tim Tebow. He still has that power. I mean, I would be curious to see Tim Tebow, probably. I'd be curious to see it, too. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, there we go, Tim Tebow. Uh, moving on to ball talk. Let's see. We've got, a, we've got a smattering. We've got a little bit of this, a little bit of that. I want to get to the real hero, <clears throat> which is going to be at the end of this segment. Uh, but I will do this. There's another minor league story, minor league baseball team, where the Gwinnett Braves have had a name the team contest going on. So they are the Atlanta Braves AAA affiliate. Their final six options that people are going to vote on are the Gwinnett Buttons, 
which honors Button Gwinnett, signer of the Declaration of Independence. I like that one. That's adorable. Gwinnett Buttons. Yeah. The Gwinnett Big Mouths uh-uh. for Big Mouth Bass. The Gwinnett Gobblers Mm-mm, because yeah. of turkeys. The Gwinnett Hush Puppies. That just reminds me of ugly shoes. Oh yeah, that's true. Well, it's also isn't it like a corn dog kind of thing too? Isn't that a hush a hush puppy or something? I mean, I think they're delicious. Or a hush sort of like potato food. Or is a hush puppy like that sandwich you get in? Louisiana? And nothing against hush puppies. I've worn some for for my foot jobs. Oh, you think there's going to be some angry hush? I puppy know. People? Yeah, or for like when I have to run around a lot on my feet. Like you know, they're they're comfortable shoes, but they're mostly unattractive. I I like the buttons. The buttons. The buttons. No, you're saying buttons wrong. Buttons. There was a woman today, I, I kid you not, today, when I was uh, walking around downtown, I heard this woman talking about something, and she used the kitten. 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 Yes, and then we have a new kitten. Like, kitten. No, it's kitten. Kitten. Buttons. The kittens. Buttons. Kittens. It's kitten button. That's how you say it. Gwinnett lamb chops. That's another one. I, I kind of like the lamb chops. And then finally, the very southern Gwinnett sweet teas. Sweet tea. So those are the ones. Uh, they had some other ones. There was the dirt daubers, the hash browns, the peaches, the Gwinnett traffic, grits, goobers, commuters, fire ants, corn cobs, 85ers, and hustlers. What other names they should have had? Jasmine in the live chat suggests uh, Gwinnett sky meat. That's not a bad one either. Oh, yeah. That would have been a good one. All right, let's get finally to the real hero today. And this is somebody that everybody needs to know about. Um, it's, it's a very important thing that you'll probably see all over the place pretty soon. It actually happened last Friday. And it came from England. In Congham, England, where... Larry was the official winner of the World Snail Racing Championship. Oh, Larry! Larry the Snail. Larry the Snail. Larry the Snail was actually found the night before in local woman Tara Beasley's garden before the night before the big race. And uh, he participated in the race, Larry the Snail, which is a 13-inch race. There were 134 snails competing in this. Competing in the... Or 135, including Larry. And uh, Larry made it through to the final. He crossed the finish line first. Larry, Larry, Larry. He was fed a diet of cucumbers beforehand. She gave him a cucumber. And then he received a grape as his reward. He traveled the 13 inches in 2 minutes and 47 seconds. The snails raced from the center of a circle to the outside. Even against the wind. Um, However, he did not break the record set in 1996, which is 2 minutes set by Archie the snail. We all remember Archie. I mean, I don't know if that record's ever going to be broken. Yeah, I, I remember that. That was it. Archie's, I mean, yeah. It was like when Miley Cyrus was super popular. It's like, oh, I can't get away from Miley Cyrus. I mean, that same thing. That's the last time I remember something like that happening was with Archie the Snail. Archie the Snail, Uh yeah. I mean, it's a legend, you know. The Seattle slew of snail racing. Seabiscuit. I can't think of any other horse names now. That was it. Those are the only two I can remember. Mr. Ed. Yeah, but that's not a racing horse. That's a talking horse. You said horse. I don't know. Anyway, congratulations to Larry the Snail, champion of the World Snail Racing Championships. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. All right, good job, Greg. The World Snail Racing Championships. Where do you even find this stuff? (laughs) (laughs) It's news, Sarah. I'm just bringing people to news so they know. And now you, you have can to, share Greg. that with it's everyone your else. Responsibility. It's my job. It's my duty. Mm-hmm. Am I... <laughs> Stop staring at me. I know what you're saying. All right. What? <laughs> oh, whatever. I want to thank everyone who tunes in to Fun Employment Radio. Uh, we really, really, really do appreciate it. Don't forget to like us on Facebook and YouTube and uh, our Instagram page. Instagram Fun Employment Radio on all those things Fun Amp Radio on Twitter and uh, again thank you thank you all for tuning into this show oh I've really got to stop my shoe obsession I've, I've done something with this that I have uh, I'm trying to squash my shoe obsession because you know that it's, it's starting to ramp up a little but I'll, t- I'll tell you about it tomorrow okay but I have to do this because I have to start tricking myself into not being interested in things or else I'm just going to go like full on obsession 
You're trying to curb your... I'm trying to curb my enthusiasm your issues? about shoes. Okay. Yes. Uh, it's being noted in the chat, Keelan said that it's an Instagram page, not an account. Instagram page. So, I, don't, I think it's actually just an Instagram account. I don't think you say page. All right. Well, Keelan will get it right sometime. Uh, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. You are all fantastic. We love you all. And I hope that you are not ladylike. No, that list is stupid. Oh, I'm going to play a little How Storm boring. Large Ladylike. Yeah. Because what the fuck is Ladylike? I don't know. HTTP. Colon forward slash forward slash www.funemploymentradio.com. That's where you can find us online. Coming up later today on the Fun Employment Radio Network, Guys and Balls will be live at about 6 p.m. Pacific time. Pacifico. Tempo de Pacifico. Okay, let's, let's not do that. In la Fun Employment Radio. Okay. Adios. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Oh, that's a real good show we just did. Oh, my God. No.